Are we on the air? I guess you wanna know where I've been. Shouts out to Bobby Caldwell on this motherfucking beautiful episode. This is episode 308. If I can do it. How do you do eights? Is, it, is that how you do eights? I think that's how you do. Man, fuck it. Gang signs everywhere. <laughs> What's up? This is the Low Mains Asylum Show. Welcome to another beautiful installment of the Low Mains Asylum Show. Today, we have nobody else inside the room with us. It is just your humble host, Low Main. We are going to have a near and dear episode. We're going to make it a bit more intimate. We're going to be talking about a few things that happened during the week, some things that are going on right now, and a very big accomplishment that we can talk about probably like around in the middle of the podcast. You know, I'll drop the accomplishment, but other than that, y'all, accomplishments are just small um, situations for you to stop and smell the roses in your journey to success. Now, accomplishments are never your success point. They should never be your end goal. They should never be your end point. Um, your, your, accomplishments, uh, your accomplishments should just make you believe and make you understand that you are on the right road to get to your success. Now, as I explain that, allow me to go through everything else that I wanted to go through. Today, I want to talk to you all about something that I'm going to complain about. I know we said about a year and a half ago, we're going to stop complaining. We're going to stop doing all that BS. But today, I have to complain. I have to tell you guys about some bullshit that happened to me over the weekend. And it's all a basketball player's fault. That's right. A basketball player that played for the NBA. The same motherfucker that... Um, was in the movie Shazam, for all you mofos that know exactly what I'm talking about. This goes out to Mr. Shaquille O'Neal, number 32 in the Lakers. I think he wore 32 in the Lakers, and I think he wore 32 in the Heats. But don't, don't quote me on that. Shaq, now you might, some of y'all might have not seen Shaq play ba a basketball, but he was a legend on the basketball court. Like this man would, like you could not go around him. He was like the best center of all time. Like there was no way that you can block this man out. You you can't pack him out. You can't dunk on him. Any of that. He's dunking all over you. You know. So, with that being said, Shaq was a notable basketball player. Now, on top of his basketball player isms, this man is an amazing human being. Like I heard nothing but great things that Shaq has done for people and the community. He bought bikes for children all in Walmart once um, when like um, he, he went to Walmart to like buy some groceries once and he seen some kids were buying some bikes. He literally bought, I think that whole section of kids, all bikes. Um, whenever he goes out on dates at restaurants, whoever is inside of that restaurant at the time that he's eating gets a free meal because he pays for the whole restaurant's meal by the time that he comes. Like, that is some great philanthropy philanthropy work. Today we're using a lot of big words and my lips can't keep up with it. <laughs> so, uh, he does a lot of great philanthropy work and utmost everything that I've seen about this man, he's funny, he's courageous, like he's 
Um, he's a people's person. He's a team player. All of that. Like, I can't say anything bad about him other than this situation that's about to come up. Like, so my roommate, shouts out to Ivan, told me that, yo, we should go, um, like, around the Super Bowl time, we should go to a festival that Shaq is having. It was called Shaq's Fun House. It was, like, this whole carnival-themed um, fun house festival that he was going to throw. I was like, yo, man, bet I'm in there. Like, I'll be there with you. So we bought our tickets. At that time, when I bought that ticket, like, when, when I bought my ticket at that time, it was $340. Now, uh, nah, nah, I'm, I'm going to complain about it. Like, I was going to say, no, nah, I'm not going to complain about that. Nah, bro, I'm going to complain about my $340. I could have used that $340 for something else. That shit could have went towards a car note. Oh my God. Something to help me be beneficial in life. You know, it could have went towards my groceries, my weed, God damn it. Like for real, like it could have went towards something else, but nope. I took $341 that I earned and I bought, purchased a ticket to go to Shaq's Funhouse. Now, um, on the... On the flyer, we were promised free food, free drinks, and um, Snoop Dogg, uh, Shaq, and Shaq's son, and some other nigga was going to perform, and uh, Diplo as well, sorry. And um, so, all these folks are coming on. So, I'm like, cool, I really want to see Shaq, I really want to see Snoop Dogg, um, shout out to Shaq's son, my nigga Miles, I don't know you, so... It'll be very rude and fake of me, like, if I just say that, yeah, like, I was really excited to see you. I wasn't, bro. I don't know you. I wasn't, I don't know anything about your catalog. So, I'm sorry. You know, I barely heard of you that day. You had really great um, stage presence, and you are someone that I'm going to be diving into a lot more now. So, shout out to Miles. Miles, which is Sack's son, uh, went second. First, they had this random ass dude on there, played some, a few good songs, he was up there for like an hour and a half, bro. Like, no one wants to see your ass for an hour and a half. Right after that, Shaq's kid, Miles, goes up there for like an hour and a half. Now, everything is all good and gangry. Shouts out to DZ in the bike life section. <laughs> now, everything is all good, all right? The gang is all hanging out. Everybody's hanging out. Everyone's having a good-ass time. And then Shaq comes up. When Shaq comes up, I decide to go get myself a drink. You know, like, like I was like, yo, man, I'm going to try to go find myself a drink in here. You know, beers are free. Alcohol is free. Food is supposed to be free. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to some of these tents. I'm going to go get my food. I'm going to go get my drinks. And I'm going to kick it. When I left the main tent where they were performing music, um, I was met with nothing but what I can call DMV lines. They were the longest lines in existence. The, but the line for the Ioli burgers, that one of the main things that he, like that Shaq was saying that he was gonna have there, like formed around the whole carnival. Like these niggas lines went through by the Ferris wheel, went all the way back over there by like the basketball thing. Literally, the line was as long as the festival itself. I'm like, damn. I can't get a burger now, so bet I can kick back, I can go get myself a drink. Alright, cool, I'm like, alright, let me go get myself a beer, I'm gonna kick back with that, and then maybe I'll go stand in line for my burger. 
I go to the alcohol section and boom, another motherfucking DMV line. I stood in that one because I really wanted my drink. As soon as I got up to the front, I asked this lady, I was like, what is the limits of my drinks? It took me 45 motherfucking minutes to get up to the front. I was like, how much drinks can I get from you? Because there's no fucking way I'm gonna stand back in this line and get another drink and wait another 45 fucking minutes. This bitch was like, yo, you can get two drinks out of me. I was like, bet, let me get two beers, make it easy and quick with you. At this time, I had my roommate with me. My roommate orders a mixed drink. This lady doesn't know how to make the fucking mixed drink. She asked him to read the ingredients off the fucking menu when he ordered it. Who gave you a job? Like that, who gave you a job? Like there was only four mixed drinks on there. It should not be that fucking hard to memorize four mixed drinks. If you can't, write that shit down on a piece of paper. But four mixed drinks, beers, and that's it. You still need help with that? Like for $340, I'm sorry, I should not be helping you read off shit off the menu. For $340, I should be getting a six pack of those mixed drinks. <coughs> so let's keep going. So I got my two beers. Um, I try to go back towards the main festival area. <coughs> like now, like the main music tent was way too compact. I don't like to stand shoulder to shoulder with like a lot of people, so I stood back in the back. Now, Miles, uh, Miles O'Neill is up there for an hour and a half. The random ass dude is up there for an hour and a half. Two people that I was not planning on seeing and that were not in my vicinity. Shaq finally goes up. At this time when Shaq goes up, I try to go get an, uh, another beer. By the time that Shaq goes up, tries to get uh, while I try to get another beer, I'm watching Shaq from the beer section and I'm in that line for another 35 minutes. I can't get myself a burger yet because these lines are still fucking obnoxiously long. I can't get any types of other food because the taco lines are fucking long. The Papa John's lines are too long. The only thing that I could get was Bosa motherfucking donuts. I got these donut fucking bites that were pieces of shit. Like, I kid you not, bro. For $340, pieces of shit. I ate these. I drank my beer while I'm, like, walking annoyed back to the fucking tent. And every two seconds, Shaq is yelling, What's up, Arizona? Put your fucking hands up, Arizona. Bringing a party to you, Arizona. You, you didn't bring me anything, Shaq. You didn't bring me anything but, uh, like, a con. Like, y'all niggas conned me out of $340. That's what the fuck y'all did. Someone needs to run my fade. I know you can't because you are... Uh, I'm gonna be like this to Shaq. I can't run the fade with your son because I just have a lot of respect for you. You know, so the like, but the family is safe. I can't run the fade with Diplo because that nigga's a legend. All right, I can't run the fade with Snoop Dogg because come on, bro. The only person that I can run the fade with is the first opening DJ, DJ Purple. Whenever you want to sit down and run that fade with me, bro, we will run that fade on this video together. Cause like I feel like I got content at $340 and somebody has to pay up for it. Somebody has to. I didn't get my burger. I didn't get my pizza. I didn't get a fucking taco. I got one pack of fucking Bosa donuts and y'all motherfucking ran out of that. On top of all this, they had IV shits, right? For your hangovers and stuff. They had other like small knickknack things that you can check out. They closed all this bitch ass shit at midnight. Midnight. Closed. Boom. Diplo's fucking coming on stage at 12.45.
But shit's closed at midnight. Boom. Bro, what in the living fuck? Like, <laughs> I was so pissed that I wanted to dispute all the charges on my fucking account. Like, I wanted to call my bank statement and be like, hey, bro, I don't know who ran that ticket, but that was not me. Like, that's not cool. Like, Shaq, that's not, like, man, I lost some cool points for you. Like, they're 100% lost some cool points for you. For the philanthropist that you are, um, I think that you should have had a bit more hindsight on that festival. Damn, bro. 341 motherfucking dollars. Yeah. Changed from 340 to 341 motherfucking dollars now. It was 341 and some change, but we're going to leave the one and some change out. <laughs> now, that was the premier meat and potatoes of my fucking weekend. Like, you know, the Super Bowl was cool. Like, everybody watched that. You know, go Chiefs. I know y'all won, but I don't care about the Chiefs. I don't care about the Eagles. It's all about Pittsburgh around here. So, I wasted a good fucking weekend that I could have stayed home and saved my fucking money. I wasted it on uh, Shaq um, trying to give his son allowance. Like, for real. Like, it ain't going any other way. I, like, I don't see Shaq pocketing that money. Like, probably Shaq is going to pass it on to his son and keep helping him with his um, career. Shouts out to DJ Diesel. Shouts out to Miles O'Neal. But never again. If y'all ever have anything else, I promise you, I will not be in attendance. I will, nope, nope. I'm not paying 100. I'm not paying 300. I'm not paying 200. I'm not even paying 100. I'm not even paying like $50 for I'm not coming, okay? Like the next time I'm probably see you, Shaq, will probably be escape in California. Like shit that you will be a DJ in, but you're not headlining because I got conned. And that shit's not going to happen again. <laughs> so shouts out to that. Shouts out to Shaq's Funhouse. Um, I just tell everybody out there that if the Shaq's Funhouse comes to your state and it comes to your town, don't go. Don't go. Low Man is telling you right now, don't go. It is. It's, it's lame. Uh, lines are longer than the DMV. Um, the food is dry. Shit, shit runs out way before that it needs to. Um, things close at midnight when like DJs are still getting on there at 12.45. Lame. Alright? Upside down L. For real. Now, let's talk about more positive things and aspects. Let's talk about the beauty of life, actually. And what we have to do to get to know one another. Sorry, guys. I had to go check on something right quick. But, um... I do want to talk about accomplishments. I want to talk about stopping and smelling the roses because in this episode right here, episode 308, I bring you something really beautiful. I bring you something that I mean from my heart and I just want to take this next opportunity just to say thank you and I really appreciate each and every single person that checks out this podcast every single Tuesday. I really appreciate and thank everybody that checks out all the visual drops that happen every Thursday on YouTube. You can also watch the premieres with us at Wednesday at 8 p.m. Western Time. That's when the visuals actually really drop. 
I am in the premiere section, but you can comment on it. We are, um, I talk right back to you. So that's a perfect time for y'all to come through. Get, um, ask me questions about the podcast. Ask me about like things that I talked about. Perfect timing. Now, I just thank each and every single one of y'all for truly giving me the opportunity just to keep going. Because if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for like-minded people just like yourself on always giving me the green light and giving me the extra um, oomph and giving me the extra fire inside of my mantle, like, I would not be who the fuck I am if it was not because of you. And I just want to say that today, on this fine Tuesday brings a nice momentous occasion of the Low Maids Asylum shows six that's right six year anniversary six year anniversary my god yo like anniversaries are supposed to have people futures are supposed to be in it niggas are supposed to be wilding out this is our own specific party this is how the fuck we are partying today six all right six i don't have people inside the room with me today because we're not partying right now why are we not partying low main because it's not time to party yet we might party at year 10 but year six is still time to work i'm still clocked in i still didn't get to where i need to I will one day, but the marathon continues, ladies and gentlemen. The marathon continues. Year number six is here. Today marks six motherfucking years of the show. I think sometimes I I amaze myself because like I I become my own role model. In life, you know, because I don't know nobody else in life that consecutively drops something every single Tuesday. I know other podcasts in Phoenix that 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 but that talk about that they want to drop every Wednesday or Thursday, but nah, they don't. You know, like no, we gonna keep that straight up. They but they but they don't drop religiously. But they don't drop when they say that they're gonna drop. But this show every single Tuesday, running like. Right in front of your motherfucking face. Every single Tuesday. There's no bullshit. There's no lies. There's no excuses. It was always an episode brought to you right in front of you. I was going through court cases. And I still bought episodes right in front of you. Multiple court cases. And podcast episodes were still being fired up on Tuesdays. Let's toot my own horn for a little bit right now. Other podcasts can't say that. Other podcasts take small hiatuses, but they talk about, ooh, I'm gonna drop this day. And then here comes all the excuses. Oh, I couldn't drop on that day, so I'm gonna drop this day. I can't drop on that day, so I'm gonna drop this day. Shut your asses up. This is what consistency looks like. This is what hard work looks like. This is what being in your motherfucking face every Tuesday looks like. Six years now, like, man, bro, I'm on my high horse. Somebody fucking take me off that shit. I dare you. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the work is not over. Like I said, the marathon continues. Shots out Nipsey Hustle. 
I have so much more great things in tune for y'all or more, more great entertainment ideas that I would like to bring forth and I would like to entertain you guys with. I can't wait for what other twists and turns the show takes. I can't wait to see what other twists and turns that life takes. With that being said, wherever life takes us, I'm going to be good. Because I've been rocking with y'all for six motherfucking years. And everything has been quite and dandy since I've been rocking with y'all. Since the Lomades Asylum show has been alive. No bullshitness or most of the bullshitness has been eradicated out of my life. Niggas know not to step to me about some clown shit. Because why? I don't want to talk to you about no clown shit, bruh. I'm about my, I'm about my business. And everybody knows that. Everybody and your mama knows that. I'm here to win. I'm not here to do anything else other than to be the best motherfucking version of me that I can be right in my lane. Gucci man said it the best. Either you with me or against me or you in my way. You with me? I appreciate you and I love you. You against me? Die slow. You in my way? Die slow. It's that easy. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all that extra compassion is saved for worthy individuals. All that extra nurturing and that healing energy is saved for worthy individuals. For all the other individuals, man. For anyone that wants to meet some, like someone with fire. Make sure that the other person is not carrying lava, okay? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's, lo and behold, six years of beauty, of laughter, of sadness, of mind-twisting ideas, and I can't wait to bring more to you. Like, I think from where I started from to how it started off really ratchet. Like this show started off in the sense of we were gonna talk nothing but raunchy, raunchy, raunchy. Then again, talking about raunchy shit is always fun. I think talking about raunchy stuff, a lot of people really get a kick out of it because it can keep the conversation going. Everybody is interested in the raunchy shit. But I was more interested in motivation. I was more interested in getting to or getting from step one to step six. I was more interested into really succeeding and really getting the playbook in uh, uh, succession or getting the playbook for six, uh, succession. Now, my main objective in the Low Mains Asylum show is I'm trying to take or harness that energy of motivation and I'm trying to take some raunchiness and I'm trying to take some funniness and I'm trying to take some like some food for thought and I'm trying to take some healing energy and I'm trying to put all of that into a nice little bowl of lo mein that all of us can eat literally now one day that nice bowl of concoction that I'm telling you about will be there but right now on year number six thank God that we got the bowl we got the chopsticks all we need is the noodles in there now, to everybody out there, if you guys are going for something, if you are planning on 
starting something, starting a company, starting a content business, you know, something like that. I keep telling y'all this and I'm going to keep saying it. The very first step of doing it, because when you finally have all your items and all your resources in order, you everybody gets a sense of anxiety because at this time, it's finally time to nut up or shut up. And a lot of people get scared because they're like, oh shit, I really have to do something and produce now. Like I, I, I have all my resources. Something has to be produced out of my efforts now because this is exactly what I want. But that's the beauty of it all, right? You shouldn't be scared of that moment. I think we're scared of every single small moment that, uh, that has any excitement behind it. If you're skydiving, that first initial jump off the plane, I bet you it's that scary situation. But when you start free falling for about three seconds, it'll start to feel normalized. Same thing well, when, whenever that you're jumping off the deep end at a pool. Like whenever that you're jumping off one of those, like, you know, uh, is it the jumping boards? Uh, whenever you're jumping off the jumping board, there's an initial step that you fear. But after that initial step is over, you start to normalize it. And that's exactly what it is with your dreams, guys. There is nightmares first, but you just have to initially leap. Sometimes it will feel like you are leaping into a black hole and you can't see anything inside of that black hole. But I promise you, when you leap and when you start free falling into that black hole, the sun will show itself. But you have to. Again, you have to leap. How can you lay down by the end of the day and be content with anything that you did if you did not take any chances and if you did not take any risks? Are you okay with going to your deathbed by the end of your life knowing that you didn't take any chances or any risks? Like I have random days out the year. Like it, it doesn't happen that much, but like I get like four days out the year that like I'll randomly wake up and then, like, I would just think that I'm the biggest piece of shit in life. Like, I'm like, yo, where am I going in life? Like, where are things going? Did I take enough risks in life? And then I literally start, like, I'll start spiraling into a negative direction. And one of the main spiraling factors is not taking risks when I needed to not taking the risks when I seen that I had the chance to take the risks. Now, most of those days are going away. Like, just like I said, I have four days out the year now. It used to be so much more than that. I have about four days out the year that my mental is a storm. But now, since I've been taking more risks, since I've been exposing myself more, at this time, I understand and I'm normalizing that I am content with life because why? I'm doing everything that I can possible inside of my body and inside of my efforts to get to where I need to. That's a year six. Again, like y'all, like if y'all told me like at year one, I'll be sitting here talking to y'all at year six. I would not believe y'all. I would not believe it. 
I would have thought that I would be six feet under, probably behind, you know, behind the cell, something like that, bro. And like, I know everybody kind of like, oh, it's like, oh, you know, oh, I thought, you know, my life will always be turned out horribly. No, I promise you. I promise you. Things kind of dominoed in my life up to the point that I didn't give a fuck no more. And that not giving a fuck was that extra caliber that that got me out of danger, that also got me into danger. Now that I don't give a fuck is starting to slow down and I'm starting to appreciate life and people who dwell in it. And I'm starting to love and appreciate the man that I am becoming. Allow me a parting gift, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to follow your boy on social medias. Follow me on Instagram, Fresh Prince of the underscore West. Snapchat, Lomay1990. Now, you can do anything that you want to. If you see this person sitting right in front of you on this Wednesday night, you can do anything that you want to. I'm doing everything that I can that I want. If it's possible for me, it's damn near possible for you. Drink your water. Tip your bartender. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.